tales <laughs> i'm sean i'm Lindsay, and we're very excited to talk about a 15 year old anime but Lindsay, would you say this is your favorite show or is that sailor moon sailor moon for sure would it be in the top five top ten top ten yeah okay what's number five? Oh, what was number five i think it was death note oh my god <laughs> Gotta get on this Death Note train. <laughs> so, okay, I. When did it start airing? Do you happen to remember that? I remember I was in college when I saw it on Cartoon Network, which probably would be like early 2000s, 2001, 2002 ish. Okay, I looked it up. I couldn't get a clear answer, uh, but I seem to remember girls in high school being into that, but that could be wrong because I graduated in 2002. I think that's right on the bubble of when it started airing. But either way, I didn't know a whole lot about the show. For a really long time, I thought the lead character, the title character, was a woman. (laughs) Until you told me, no, he's a guy. Oh, okay. And I confess, I didn't know what the show was. I remember seeing the manga. By the way, if I mispronounce something, correct me immediately. Immediate, okay. <laughs> manga? Manga? I say manga. Okay. The comics at Borders when we worked there together. And uh, maybe flipped through them once or twice. And then said, this is boring. This isn't Star Wars. And I put it back down. <laughs> but, okay, I'm going to watch all 900 episodes of it. And we'll talk about each one. And the movies. Oh, and the movies. Yes, there's four movies. Really? Only three that matter. We'll see how long this takes. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so we're going to talk about episode one, The Girl Who Overcame Time and the Boy Who Was Just Overcome. Guessing that sounds more poetic in Japanese. (laughs) It has about 17 puns. But it's very clunky in English. Um, but I'll say right off the bat, uh, the show's very action-packed so far. Yeah. Uh, Inuyasha, the title character, steals the sacred jewel yep. from some kind of temple, and the temple explodes in a big, giant <laughs> fireball immediately. And I was like, this is amazing so far. He's running away from some people. I guess it's not important right now. 
They just want to stop him from stealing the jewel. Okay. Villagers. Like the Green Destiny in Crafting yeah. Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah. And um, he appears to be some kind of trickster character. Again, I don't know anything about him. Um, just that he's somewhat of a, a thief and a ne'er-do-well. Captain Malcolm Reynolds type. <laughs> on Solo. <laughs> and then he gets shot with a magical arrow and then dies. Up against a tree, which once again I'm guessing is some sort of uh, Japanese lore thing that happens. You have to kill the yokai demon with an arrow. I don't know. Do you know anything about the woman who wrote this? I do. Perchance. I know she wrote Ranma Half, and I know a little bit more about that. Ranma Half. Uh, of course, this is about a boy who is cursed, and every time he gets hit with a bucket of water, he turns into a panda. No, that's no. That's the dad. That's the dad. Oh God, I don't know anything about Ron the He turns into a girl. Yes. Every time he gets hit, uh, where hilarious antics ensue, where water always seems to. What oh, happens? she was on uh, Say Yatsura, which was a very funny show. The little aliens uh, has Lum. She was in, like, tiger print bikini with little horns on her head. Sold. <laughs> <laughs> it was cute. It was... I, I ask because I wonder if she loves Japanese mythology and lore and incorporates that into more modern settings for maximum hilarity. I'd be very interested to check out a lot of her work and even uh, look up anything that this show in Russia is related to. I did look up a couple things about the time period it's set in, the Sengoku period. It was described as near-constant military conflict. It takes place year 1467 through 1603, just constant uh, Confederate territories fighting each other until eventually they were all united under one flagship. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm sure she chose that setting so she could have action-packed fun and excitement, which I was not expecting in this show. But anyway, so he dies in Yuyasha, or is at very least uh, captured in a way where he is unconscious for about 50 years, I'm guessing? I know they say it. Um, because, I think it is 50. Because the little girl's really old when we get to the time jump. But we don't know a whole lot in this opening sequence, because... Um, Kikyo, the woman who shoots an arrow into Inuyasha and pins him against a tree, is mortally wounded, and she doesn't say how. That totally threw me off the very first time I ever watched this, and she, like, collapses. I'm like, when did they fight? How right. did she get that? Um, and he's not he's not exactly kind to her, so I did think that it was something like they fought, and he bested her, but she had one final move, and so... He loses the sacred jewel. It falls out of his hand. Um, and she grabs it, and her dying wish is to be burned with it. She's going to take it to the other world, which I thought meant the afterlife. We'll find out later. In a very clever bit of storytelling, <laughs> it's our world. So one of the things I didn't know at all about this show was that it had an 80s fantasy movie plot where... A normal person is transported to a fantastical, <laughs> mythological world. 
you know, your Masters of the Universe, your Beastmaster 2 through the Portal of Time. So then it cuts to uh, modern-day Japan. Um, she lives at, like, a reserve. Um, on a shrine. Yeah. Um, built around um, the sacred tree. Mm-hmm. And, of course, uh, the Bone Eater's Well, which I couldn't find anything of, but that is the coolest name for a well yeah. <laughs> I've ever heard. But uh, in classic 80s fantasy style, she doesn't believe in all this hokey nonsense and thinks her grandpa's weird and dumb. And she has an adorable cat. Oh, the cat. <laughs> we ever find out what happens to the cat? Oh, yeah. Oh, good. I hope the cat is okay. Yeah, it jumped out of its out of her arms, so yeah. just staring at her and watching her get uh What's the cat's name? Buyo. Buyo, come back. <laughs> I'm refusing the call to adventure. Uh <laughs> Just like, ah, have fun. I gotta Glad say, I guess we'll talk about it in our intro episode. Um, there are a lot of, I'm more of a casual anime fan. I think I like the really good ones. I'm not a connoisseur of the genre. A lot of what anime does really annoys me. Like the humor, uh, mainly, that I'm talking about. But I'll say in this one, uh, they do a lot of the normal style jokes, but it's better. I think because they get it done quickly and move on. Like the cat swatting at the jewel <laughs> replica and kept interrupting the grandpa's who is... I think in a different anime that would go on for 30 more seconds and would irritate me. But not so in this. Uh, I, I was going to ask you if are you going to be okay if I hate this show? But so far I don't, I don't know if that's going to be the case. Cause it's actually... Pretty good so far. Oh yeah, you're in trouble if you hate this show. Oh it's god, a long show. <laughs> it's a lot of episodes to hate watch. <laughs> oh. yeah. I sat through all of Lost. I think that'll be fun. <laughs> and a difference between the uh, the dub and the subtitle, I watch both. She seems to be aware she's in a television show, which is fun. Uh, a little later, she gets captured by some villagers. And it zooms in on her face, and then when it zooms back out, she looks down, she sees that she's tied up, and goes, why am I tied up? <laughs> it's like a Fight Club joke. <laughs> and then at the end, the big uh, cliffhanger, when Inuyasha says, I'm going to be needing that jewel now, she goes, I thought he was the good guy. Does that continue throughout the course of the show? Not that really comes to mind, but maybe that's something I noticed more like watching it this time. Like, it, I, was, I wasn't aware of that. Okay. Like, I just thought, like... Well, I hope it continues. I thought that was fun. And so, okay. But just going through the plot, uh, like we said, uh, her the cat jumps out of her arms, runs to the, the, the bone eater's well, and, um... Sort of, is it a little brother? Yes, uh, Sota. We find out what happens to her parents, or is it just like Courtney Cox in Masters of the Universe, where her parents are dead? Oh no, her mom's there. Okay. Yeah, her mom is at breakfast. I don't think you. They might mention what happened to her dad, but I don't think her dad's alive anymore. He's just away on business. He's a salary man or something. I want to say Osaka. (laughs) I want to say no. Okay. Cat jumps in the well, and uh, then she's attacked by a 
terrifying scorpion woman. Uh, Lady Centipede? Mistress Centipede. Mistress Centipede. I think is what She's they She's like call a her. David Cronenberg. <laughs> Jesus. She doesn't wear a bra, and she has dead eyes. Fake little eyebrows in the middle of the forehead. (laughs) And I guess she's probably modeled after the geisha look. Don't they have that? Like the shaved eyebrows? Yeah. Thick and short. Okay. Uh, Boy. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a good thing she's the chosen one or whatever, and she pulls a Harry Potter and, and... uh, magically escapes from the situation without fighting or doing anything and dismembers the woman's arm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but I like how plucky she is because she just crawls right back out of that well and goes, uh, what? And suddenly she's in uh, feudal Japan. Uh, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> it takes her, I mean, she's really just real calm about it. Just kind of like, Hello? Mom? Soda? Grandpa? They have a lame Kansas joke in the dub. I'm really not in Kansas anymore. She says, well, I think they call noodles hamburgers. (laughs) (laughs) Noodles? Our audience is going to know what that is. Can you call it hamburgers? Our English dub. <laughs> but, okay, so she is looking around and then gets... Uh, oh, no, she finds a new Asha. A new Yasha up against the tree. And he's a cute boy. With little puppy ears. Thought they were cat ears at first. <laughs> <laughs> he even means dog. Oh, okay. He is a dog demon. Dog demon. Yasha... Why don't they call him Inu Yokai? Probably because of reasons I don't know. He's a Hanyo. He's a half demon. He's not full Yokai. Oh my god. Not <laughs> Inu meant half. She's into half stuff, this writer. <laughs> um, and you do hear like the villagers say the Hanyo Inuyasha, which oh. does mean half demon. Okay. I'm going to write that down later. Uh, okay. But he's part demon, he wants to be full demon. That's why mm-hmm. he's stealing the sacred jewel. In the first place. Yeah. I also want to mention, I love the simplicity of the name. It's just the sacred jewel. It's the jewel of four souls. <laughs> yeah, I did see that later, but they don't call it that, right? At Usually they just say the, sh- the sacred jewel. The sacred jewel. Mm-hmm. And we can get into more complicated stuff later in the show, I'm sure. I'll say they call it the Shikon jewel sometimes, too. Yeah. Shikon no Tama. The Jewel of Four Souls. <laughs> Aha! We'll find out what those four souls are, I'm guessing, later. I think we do. Good. Much later. But she touches his ears. Can't resist. <laughs> Is that the dream? <laughs> to find a boy with dog ears. So you can rub the ears and yeah. then realize I probably shouldn't be doing this. Yep. <laughs> Especially while he's unconscious. He's shot with an arrow, lady. You want to focus on that? He's so well preserved. Okay. All right. And he appears to be dead or sleeping. 
Now, were you into that when they did it in Jupiter Ascending? I never saw Jupiter Ascending. Oh, it's the worst movie That's in the world. Why I didn't go see it. <laughs> Channing Tatum is three-fourths dog, one-fourth rocket boots. <laughs> Would you say this is talking about boys you find attractive in uh, anime, just to get uncomfortable for a moment? Um, now, most Generation X ladies, they grow up with Labyrinth. So David Bowie, who's sporting a pretty big cop piece in that movie, <laughs> is their first introduction to, oh, who's, who's this man? Is this yours, I guess, is my question. Inuyasha? Yeah. Inuyasha in particular? Yeah. I know um, we're going a little late in your life because you're in college at this time. No. See, I had seen Gundam Wing. Ah. And Ronin Warriors before I saw Inuyasha. So really my first anime crush was uh, Sage. Oh, I was going to say Big Zam. Pilot of Big Zam. I don't know anything about Gundam, but okay. by the way. No, Troa. Troa all the way. Okay. It's got things you didn't pill yourself on <laughs> if you tried to kiss them. <laughs> oh my god. Moving on. <laughs> That's when she's captured by the village. She makes that sweet fourth wall joke. Uh, and then the sister, who's an old woman now, um, and I forget her name, is Kikyo's sister. Oh, my God. But for those listening and looking at a picture, <laughs> what's his name? Gundam Wing. That is a good-looking man. Mm-hmm. Not in the lower right uh, picture of him. Oh, that's that, not him. Oh, that's his dad. That's or not something. him. His yeah. brother? No, that's X. Okay. He has some suspenders. <laughs> muscles. <laughs> <laughs> Is he the main character? No. Uh, you never like the main character. You're not a Leonardo gal. I like the villains, usually. Tro is not a bad guy. Well, I mean, but you, you I like tend, the villains? I tend to usually go for, like, you know, the, the bad. The seemingly bad guys, and then it turns out, oh. Well, there's the bad boy archetype, which isn't so much the villain, just the guy who kind of rides the line of, uh, uh, I'm not a boy scout, but uh, I'll pull through in the end and do like the right the thing. Like the Han Solo. Uh, Kikyo's sister, does she know immediately that she is essentially the reincarnation? Does she suspect? She does, because she does say, like, you're... Very, very much like my sister. The resemblance yeah. is, like, creepy crazy. Mm-hmm. And that's why they untie her, and she has dinner. She learns a little bit more about where she is, and then, surprise, crazy scorpion centipede woman attacks. <laughs> she's not a scorpion, right? She doesn't no, have she's a, a centipede. She's a centipede. She's just as terrifying as she was in the well. Why didn't she die in the well? Probably because it was just like a defensive... I think she just kind of blasted her enough to like... She was grabbing her, and so she blasted one of the arms off. And Yeah. She wants that jewel, and uh, Kagome has that jewel inside her essence and her soul. Unknowingly. Yep. And her first idea is to run away into the forest. Um... Because nothing the villagers were doing was, yeah. you know. So it's not says, working. We, we have to get back to the well. Yep. 
And so Kagome's like, it's me, she's after, I'll draw her away. Yeah. So Good thing that well is right by Inuyasha, who saves the day. So what if it was in opposite direction? <laughs> but uh, then, in what I'm guessing is your favorite scene, um, she gets tied up with Inuyasha up against the tree. He wakes up. <laughs> Maybe because of the proximity to the jewel. I guess there doesn't have to be a logical reason for him to wake up. Um, I thought it was, like, there's, like, that little heartbeat thing, and I thought it was when she was in danger, and I thought it was, like, his Kikyo senses kind of tingling. Yeah, now, does he hate love that woman, Kikyo? I guess we'll find out later. You will find out later. Oh. Oh. But he's, at the moment, pretty pissed off at her. I'm guessing it's going to be because, hey, give me that jewel. So I can't let you have that. It's uh, my job to not let you have that. How dare you? And then he eats her. Does it ever get that dark? <laughs> it was like an abusive relationship where... <laughs> no? Okay. This is a show for kids. And they're um, so dark. Yeah, there is. I can see it already. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be a sh- <laughs> it's going to be a show filled with demons and sword fighting in a pretty bloody era of Japan's history. Very excited to know all that stuff. Um, but, okay. So the villagers are there, too. And it's like, hey, pull this arrow out. Kagome. I mean, I don't know your name yet. <laughs> yeah, it keeps calling her Kikyo, which pisses her off. And, uh, she goes, ah, eh, okay. <laughs> you got cute ears, we'll do it. No, she's being crushed to death. <laughs> I know, I know. It's a life or death option. <laughs> but, uh, she learns a lot about him in that moment where they, they kind of do a good job of, like, uh, doesn't this, is it the centipede woman who pretty much says, ah, oh, you're in U.S.? Oh, yeah. You're the one who tried to steal the jewel yeah, to become full demon. You're ashamed of your human half. You want to be full, full puppy. <laughs> and uh, oh but gosh. I'm taking that jewel. Why does the centipede woman want the jewel? Can you to remind be more me? powerful. So it just makes you more powerful. Yes. Is it like the Ring of Power in the Lord of the Rings? Kind of. Okay, that's great. Uh, so she swallows it. I really. I mean, I was taking notes during this whole episode, but I, at this point, I was kind of just watching it, and when she swallowed it, I was like, oh no, <laughs> gotta get that jewel back. And then burst out of her skin all like, <sighs> Terrifying for kids. Yeah, with the red eyes, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's pretty good character designs. <laughs> and then Inuyasha does his uh, sweet Buzzsaw. I am soul stealer. Oh, I should have written that down. <laughs> I should write down his attacks. You you will hear them repeatedly. Yes. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> you might oh, not need to good. write them down. <laughs> going to charge up for a spirit bomb? <laughs> Hope so. Yeah, I thought he was going to do a spin dash immediately, but it was just like a claw attack. He cuts her up, and then they say, Reach into that quivering mound of flesh to get the, the jewel out before she 
but she regenerates. Only Kagome could see what where it was. Oh, I didn't get that out. Yeah. I said, we have to remove it. Can you see where it is? And that's why she was like kind of looking. And she goes, there, the one that's glowing. Uh, I thought she was just the first one who saw it because she was game for it. I love how on board she is with everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is. I'm she grabbing it. Got it. helpful girl. <laughs> ah, exactly. So uh, she hands it to the old, no, the old woman grabs it and says, you keep it because mm-hmm. there's something special about you, girl. Yeah, only you can take care of it. And then that's when Yasha says, I'll be having that jewel now, Kagome. I mean, Kikyo. <laughs> Why did he sound like that in the job? Uh, I don't know. What would have been a good voice for him to have? Maybe it was just the first episode. I don't know. Maybe I got used to his voice. Because I did see, like, maybe the first two or three seasons of Inuyasha dubbed mm-hmm. before I got my hands on subtitled ones. And his voice, I kind of was like, okay, I'm, I'm used to it. I got it. Yeah. Um, fun, fun fact, a character that we meet later in this series also does the voice of my beloved Troa. <sighs> Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. How was he in this show? I thought he was good. Yeah. I, I liked him. It, I didn't recognize it, and then when I found out, I was like, oh, how did I miss that? So it was good enough. He he did well enough, like, distinguishing the characters. Well, they, yeah, that's their job, I'm sure. They have to make the voices distinct. Like, who's that guy who does, he does Nathan Drake's voice and... Joel from The Last of Us, but he also does Sonic the Hedgehog's voice. Forget his name, but those are all pretty uh, distinct uh, voices. Is there one that has a good dub cast? Cowboy Bebop, I felt, did a pretty good job. Oh, something else I noticed, uh, the difference between the dubs and the subtitle. Different theme song. The theme song in the subtitle one is just some adventure music that they play. I think, because that's not, that's not the normal theme song. Yeah. And I want to say that was just a first episode thing. Really? Because there is different music. It's, um, I Want to Change the World, I think is the song. Yeah. It's on the dubbed one. Um, it, they have actual words. Yo-found yeah I'm sure yes. you know the words <laughs> that's that's the correct song and I don't know if that was only like a, I feel like that was just for the first episode so episode 2 the subtitled version should also have that song okay with the words and <sighs> the right music but I was kind of into just the adventure stuff I was like dun 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 Oh, and there's the lady with the giant boomerang. When's the giant boomerang going to oh, come into play? Sango. Soon, I'm guessing? No. Oh. She's one of the last uh, characters to oh be picked up. So, episode 642. <laughs> Sango. Sango. Throw her giant boomerang. I do like the Indian theme. That's one of my favorite Indian themes. Um, I don't remember it. Is it like a slower... There's like shots of her on a Ferris wheel. Yeah, 
It's the, all the the girls, Sango, Kikyo, and Kagome. And they they almost look like they're teasing. There may be some crossover into the real world type stuff. Kagome does not stay in feudal Japan. Oh my god, spoilers! <laughs> I didn't think she would. I mean. There's only so much you can do. All the time. Well, I guess that covers everything in the episode. I thought it got off to a very good start. Yeah, I was excited. I mean, I've seen it several times, and I was excited to watch the second episode (laughs) after that. I'm like, ah! I think we can stick with this, and there's enough episodes, but maybe we'll do... If I ever start watching Soul Eater, what was the other one? Psychopaths? Psychopaths. Psychopaths. I'll watch that. And you should finish Dorarara. I I had to start over. Because <laughs> I'm like, I need a refresher. <laughs> you know, I had its final season fairly recently. And in the opening credits, they introduced even more characters. Oh <laughs> Maybe that's the one problem I have with the show, is nobody really dies. <laughs> so, they just keep bringing yeah, in they more. Yeah, they keep more. coming. <laughs> I have to say, I love that theme song, though. Oh. It's still my alarm when I wake up in the morning. You know, they change it every season. Oh. Well, so far, season one. And I, all of them, I'd say, are really good. That first one is just rocking, though. Yes. Yes, yes. Check it out. That may be the last one I watch. Yeah, this one. Probably going to take all of my attention. <laughs> well, thank you, I guess. This is our outro now for listening to... Leave you, Yasha. Uh, Say goodbye, Lindsay. (laughs) Johnny.